We'll start off with two of our boys. Spiro, how many audiobooks have you listened to more or less? Do you um, know? I think two or three. Two or three, okay. And, and did you enjoy them? Yes. Can you tell me what was special about audiobooks that was different from normal books? Um, audiobooks are more different because um, you don't need to do all of the reading. Um, they do it for you. That's lovely, hey? Much more relaxing, isn't it? And what about you, Sulamuzi? What did you find really special about audiobooks? You see, audiobooks, it's like sitting around a campfire while people are telling you stories Lovely. about their adventures and their lifetime. Oh, but I even though that. I believe in more, or like reading books because they give you knowledge, like Very they let good. you remember these words and how to spell it. So Excellent. So both have their nice things, eh? So they both have a purpose. So normal books and the audio books also have a different purpose. Lovely. Yes. I love that. So I could not choose between. Luckily, you don't have to choose. Hey, <laughs> fantastic. Thank you. Okay, and girls, what about you? What have you listened to? Can you remember any of the books? Yes, I've read two, and it was Nancy Drew mm -hmm. Diaries. And it was, and right now I'm read, um, listening to Wrinkle in the Time, and, it's, and it's very nice. You can listen, it's really nice, it's very peaceful, and the library is just very peaceful. You just listen, and, every, and everyone gets to, gets to get chances just to relax. Wonderful, um, that's fantastic. And, and you're quite young to be reading Wrinkle in Time because um, it's for. It's, it's quite difficult language, so that's very nice because you can listen to it and understand better than if you had to read every single word, hey? Yeah. So you're actually reading what they call above your age, yes. which is wonderful, fantastic. And what about you, Shiloh? Which ones? Are, I know you listen a lot. What have you been listening to? I listen to A Wrinkle in Time and Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew as well, and you also love them. What, what's special for you about them? to relax and just listen to the story and in normal books you have to read them. Very nice. That's absolutely wonderful. Everyone, thank you so much for that interesting chat and we'll talk again soon. Next time we're going to talk about our comic books, our, what people call graphic novels. Yes. Thank you Yuppie. so much. Hello everyone. I'm going to kick off the My Library podcast by jumping right into the world of listening books or audiobooks. I personally absolutely love this format. You can wash dishes, drive to work, go for a walk, or even just curl up somewhere snug and drift off to sleep, all while listening to incredible recordings of books. And I've done every single one of these things, often. For librarians, it looks like a really good resource um, on the listening book format would be the American Library Association's textbook called Listening to Learn. It's pretty expensive, but the two authors are librarians, Sharon Grover and Lizette Hannigan, and their research looks really very thorough. Um, I'm going to just read out uh, the contents, a brief summary of the contents, so that you can get an idea of what it contains. It says, it presents a concise history of the audiobook with commentary from experts in the field, shows librarians how to harness their library's audiobook connect collection and practice effective collection development, includes thematic lists of quality titles and suggested group listening activities ready for use in the classroom by teachers, 
and helps parents use audiobooks as an incentive to read and encourage skill development. Um, the only th aspect of this book which may be a little bit problematic in terms of its um, not being entirely up to date, given that the book was published in 2011, is the suggested quality titles, the list of quality titles. However, there are a couple of really excellent websites that can be relied for on for spot-on, up-to-date audiobook recommendations. I'm going to hold off for now with the argument about whether libraries, especially school libraries, should be putting energy into um, collect into their, their audiobook collections um, because I want to kind of collate whatever research I can find into a good argument for why they should because I am very biased <laughs> and I think that they would be an absolutely brilliant resource. I mean they already are very loved in our library at school. Um, kids literally, I had to put up a, like a, a roster for kids to fill in their names and book a slot because they they are that popular. They, they really just cannot get enough of them. But I'm going to wait uh, until a slightly later episode to tell you all the information and the research that says exactly why we should be encouraging this trend. And today I'm just going to look at some of the recommendations. I'll, I'll give you the websites, the, the uh, names of the websites and the institutions and organizations that collate these lists of top audiobooks. And then I'm going to delve into a couple of titles that I think might be really worth getting. Probably the main audiobook awards are called the Audi Awards, or they're often known as the Audis. That's A-U-D-I-E. And the Audio Awards kind of remind me of the Oscars in regard to the way they categorise their, their top books into sort of sections. I'm just going to read them out to you so that you can get an idea of um, the kind of lengths they go to to separate these all the, all the audio books out into their different subsections. Gosh, they're probably about 16 categories or maybe more. Um, on this list, I'm just going to read them out to you. There's audio book of the year, then there's autobiography or memoir, there's audio drama, which is kind of like the old style radio drama with voices and sound effects, then there's the best female narrator, best male narrator, faith-based fiction and non-fiction, fantasy, fiction, history or biography, humour, literary fiction and classics, middle grade, which is, I think, the 8 to 12-year-olds, um, multi-voice performance, which is sort of like the, um, the radio drama, but then without the sound effects, mystery, narration by the author or authors, non-fiction, romance, science fiction, short stories or collections, thriller or suspense, young adult, that would be our teens, and then young listeners up to the age of eight. I'm going to talk about three other audiobook awards that are given out every year. By the way, all these sources and many, many of my other sources that I kind of come across are based in the United States. And I've just found that, um, you know, far and away, they just seem to be so innovative and um, 
kind of streets ahead of the rest of us, really. <laughs> and I find, you know, they're actually very inspiring, the way that um, they kind of approach things and the energy and the thoroughness. And yeah, just it's, it's really very inspiring. Okay, to get back to the three other awards, these are all specifically aimed at young people. So there's the Odyssey Award which is annually given to the producer of the best audiobook for children and or young adults available in English in the United States. So that's the Odyssey Award. Um, then the, there's also uh, an award, a list of awards given by the Young Adult Librarian Society um, of America. This is obviously for teens and it's called The Amazing Audiobooks. And then finally, there are the books, the, the audio book awards given out by the Listening Library, which is a, a subsection of the American Library Association Awards. And again, <clears throat> the Listening Library has quite a few different uh, categories, each of which receives a specific medal or honor. So Excuse the page turning in the background. I'm just going to flip through them. There's the John Newbery Medal Honor, which is for outstanding contributions to children's literature. There's the William C. Morris Award, given to a debut book published by a first-time author writing for teens. There are the YELSA, that's the Young Adults Librarian Services of America, uh, non-fiction honors. There's the... Asian Pacific American Award for Literature. There's the Sydney Taylor Award, which is given to outstanding books for children and teens that authentically portray the Jewish experience. There's the Coretta Scott King Author Honor, which recognizes African American authors of outstanding books for children and young adults. Um, there's a Children's Literacy Legacy Awards, which honours an author or illustrator who've book, who's, whose books have made over a period of years a substantial and lasting contribution to literature for children through books that demonstrate integrity and respect for all children's lives. And then there's the Margaret A. Edwards Award, which honours an author as well as a specific body of his or her work for significant and lasting contribution to young adult literature. There are the Alex Awards, which are given to 10 books written for adults that have special appeal to young adults ages 12 to 18. And that's it. So those are our main kind of audiobook awards, the Oscars or the Tonys or whatever they're called, <laughs> of the of audiobooks. I'm going to just mention one last uh, website which is really fantastic. Um, it's called www.audiophilemagazine.com audiophilemagazine.com and um, it really is, uh, it's an enormous uh, source of just about every audiobook that has probably been recorded in English. And I'm just going to read you the little blurb. It says, since 1992, Audiophile Magazine audiobook reviewers have applied critical listening skills to evaluate so many hours of audiobooks that it would take 65 years of endless audiobook listening for one person to hear them all. 
and we add reviews of about 200 new audiobooks every month. This is a really, really nice website. I've been on the, this, this site quite a lot, and um, it's very searchable. They've, you can search by theme, by age group, by, you know, by genre. And they've also got a feature which, um, which they call the Golden Voice, and that is um, narrators who are just very, very highly thought of, and they've kind of achieved narrator hall of fame status. So, um, you know, if you're, if pleasant listening is really important to you, and you don't, and you know, you kind of easily get irritated by a particular kind of voice, then you can actually apply that specification that you want uh, a golden voice narrator for whatever book you're searching for. So that's a really, really nice site. And yeah, you can just get amazing information and they're little clips so you can even have a little snippet. Listen um, of the audiobook and take it from there. I think that I said at the beginning of this podcast that I would discuss one or two audiobooks. I'm just going to keep it to one because it's been quite a lot to absorb. And um yeah, so we'll, but I think from next time I'll start kind of systematically looking at a whole lot of top audiobooks and just discussing them and then also get into why we should all be listening to audiobooks, especially at school. Right, the book I'm going to just delve into very briefly is called Children of Blood and Bone and uh, the this book has actually won awards across the, all of the audiobook range, as well as quite a few awards outside audiobook, the audiobook world. And it's the, the Children of Blood and Bone by Tony Adeyemi, and is read by Barney Turpin. I'm going to just read you the blurb. It's an 18-hour book, an 18-hour read, I should say, or listen, and it came out last year. It says, Barney Turpin's breathtaking narration of this exhilarating novel will keep listeners rooted to their seats listening intently. The story is told through the shifting perspectives of three teenagers in a West African-inspired world that had magic until it was stolen away by a fearful and destructive king. Zeli is a diviner, a white-haired, black-skinned girl who is destined to help restore magic to Orisha. Turpin imbues her with an impassioned voice, artfully portraying her rage, fear, hope and determination. Turpin's distinctive voices for Princess Amari and Prince Inan change as they grow in their strength and convictions, though on different paths. Turpin's captivating narration, with incantations sung in Yoruba, intense battles and lively, devastating dialogue, makes this an audiobook not to be missed. And with that, I'll say goodbye until next time. I'm going to leave you with the voice of one of our other learners who also shares my passion for audiobooks. Until the next time, goodbye. Yes, then, Emile. Um, have you listened to quite a lot of audiobooks? Not really a lot, but just some a little. Okay, and, and can you tell me uh, which books you listen to and... And do, if you liked it, huh. I've listened to Dog Diaries. Uh, I've listened to the one uh, Dog Diaries, Dog Rules. Uh, and I've also listened to Cinderella. Fantastic. And can you tell me what you especially liked about 
I like I liked about them that uh do I like dog diaries because it's about a girl she's not really nerdy but the cool girls take her as nerdy but I think that she's a really cool and talented girl because she sees most than other people see in wonderful them. she sounds she sounds like you <laughs> okay my angel and then I also wanted to check with you um what particularly you liked about the listening like being able to listen to a book like it feels it feels like you're in other world of imaginations it feels like you in the in, in the voice and it feels like everything is happening and you can like see it and feel it wonderful that's amazing what a beautiful way of describing it thanks my dear and yes, we will talk more soon yes ma'am.